I got hungry right now. You know, in our last episode, the run-up of out-of-context conversation was longer than average. It confused a new listener. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, well, that's the point. We're just... Like, it's something knows. It's something out of context to draw your attention. Well, Seinfeld and friends combined. Say it again, Seinfeld and friends combined. Oh, boy, <laughs> Hey everybody, how are y'all doing there? Oh, dear, dear, dear. oh here's our regular <laughs> right. Hi, Jeff. Hey, okay. Uh, hey everybody, welcome to the Bros, Bibles, and Beers BBB pod. I'm just going to get right to it since we're uh, the least efficient podcast on planet Earth. Uh, <laughs> Zach, it's great to be back at your place here. It's been a while. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. I, I received mail from a private Holbert Scott W., and Scott Scooter Holbert, he's here as well. How are you doing, Scott? A scale of one to five, five being bloody terrible. Wait, one being awful. Is t- terrible means bad or good? And, yeah, uh, when it's British, it's hard to know. I know. Right? It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> every day you wake up, it's just dark clouds, so forget about it. It's everything's bad. Bloody terrible. That's like the best you could do in <laughs> yeah. the UK. That means that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I fat fingered that one. <laughs> uh scott one to five five being best how are you doing wait five okay wait five, shut up five is f- best now fi- andy one to five five being best i'm at a four what would make it a five uh a little bit of coke <laughs> a cola Gosh, how about it. you zach one to five uh four because <laughs> i like andy <laughs> <laughs> what would make it a three uh, too, too that's much, a better question. Too much, Andy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like we're digging here. I'd go three. I'd go three, three and a half. Three, you know, three, three and, three and a half. half yeah, that's up from a two seven. He just got a raise and a bonus, yeah. and so he bumped him up to yeah. a three. Oh, yeah. Scott is sec- Scott. You are setting the record. Setting the record for low, the lowest expectations. And met with all your wildest dreams where you work, right? I mean, you've been promoted. I'm going to be fired. I'm going to be fired six times over, and here you are. I think you're six promotions in. Unless he works at a wife factory, all his dreams have not <laughs> happened yet. But yes, yeah. in terms of promotions, Scott, yeah. you're doing well, and you consistently feel like they're going to fire you. I mean, this is going yeah. on like a, this is a four-year pattern on the podcast. <sighs> Yeah, you were going to go on a six-month adventure and just cut all ties, and from that moment on, promotion after promotion after promotion. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you, maybe you're pushing out this spirit of like I'm done, and they're like, oh my gosh, 
It's office space. We gotta space. keep Scott. It's, it's, I, it's yeah. quite literally office space. I have a general... Like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I still care. Yeah. This guy's got middle management written all over him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't joking. I did. I stumbled upon a couple of postcards oh. that Scott wrote to Lisa and myself when he joined the army. Oh, wow. I don't even remember uh, that. Circa... Is there a date on this? 2005. 2005, yeah. Stamped right there. Okay. They just came in? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the Postal Service. They get the job done. Eventually. Eventually. All right. What's Uh, up? Man, I really want to read those beforehand. Well, here they come. Oh, you don't have anything to worry about. We'll edit it out. Because you said almost nothing. (laughs) Zach and Lisa Crater. You start it with, what's up? I am at San Antonio. I will not get my cell phone for four weeks. 2005 cell phone, so. Oh, yeah. Mm. That sucks. But we get mail every day, so write me. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Okay, roger that. Soldier, medic, out. (laughs) I really didn't say much, huh? That was it? Yeah, that that was one postcard. Scott had 14 postcards to write that It was my attempt at being social, you know? Yeah. It's like a little uh, little post on your wall. Yeah, you took, social media. You wall. took the time. Yeah. yeah. That's and the then the part. next one. Hey, I've been at the processing center for seven days. Actually, this one might have been before the other one. That one was first. So that was this December, right before boot camp, or right uh, first week of January of two thousand five. Yeah. Back to the future. Yeah. I've been at the processing center for seven days. You said you wrote the number seven, and then in parentheses spelled out seven. <laughs> days it really sucks i think that i have gained a little weight we haven't done any exercise that doesn't sound like the army i know (laughs) the only cool thing is that we were issued our uniforms but the fun starts on friday i don't have a mailing address yet it's kind of like actually now present day yeah keep getting your mail scott it's like an heiress in there but i will send it to you asap probably next week say hi to everybody Late Private Holbert Scott W. U.S. Army. Wow, it's lame. That was really lame. <laughs> the next part you added medic. Yeah. So the the this first one you read was about four or five months later, as in San Antonio, at the uh, medic training facility, Fort Sam Houston. It was probably a racist. Get that conversation started. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we're definitely at him. <laughs> yeah. Fort Sam Houston was racist. Oh, he, the guy it was named after. Yeah. Right, guys, <laughs> hey guys, I'll be, I'll just wait for you guys to talk and I'll chime in later. No, that's cool. That's cool. Memories. Blast from the past. Memories. And then you guys. Nice job. You guys sent pictures of, um, <clears throat> of uh, uh, not Yabe, uh, Gimli. Gimli. With a bottle of alcohol. So Gimli's like passed out of sleep. And you, you guys sent a picture of Gimli with a bottle of alcohol next to him. Gimli was our uh, black lab puppy at the time. And he was passed out on the tile floor. Yeah. And I think it was a bottle of gin I set next to him with the cap open. And uh, yeah, my drill sergeants didn't take kindly to that. I think I had to do push-ups for, for that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, anything. Your your mom sends you cookies, push-ups. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know someone in, in boot camp or whatever, send them Just some send stuff, them, man. Send them stuff. Oh, yeah. 
and, and, and make a comment about the a drill sergeant, just a random comment. Oh, that'd go over really well. Do they yeah. do they read your mail? They read everything. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, yep. They open. Yep. They well, they make you open it right in front of them, and then yeah, they look at it. Yep. Why? I don't know if they read all the letters, um, but they make you open up just so you don't get any any uh, anthrax. Any Hitler anthrax? Finalia. Yeah. No sex, civilian sex stuff. Toys. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Or anything really. Or yeah. 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 All right, guys. Good podcast. Good yeah. podcast tonight. <laughs> so that was now, fun. Now that we've ended it, where where are you? One to five. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, seriously, anything on your mind? Anything been going on in the lives of you three? My God. There's probably a lot. <laughs> I felt I'm tired of I'm I'm exa- I'm tired of talking about the same conversations with the new people that I come across. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And COVID, thing, huh? Crazy next, times. <laughs> next, wish we could high five. Oh well. Next thing I know, I'm I should be wearing a mask, and I. Are you touching? Are you bumping elbows? What's your protocol? Might, might have been bad that I'm from the Midwest or something oh, like that. Ohio's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> really, there's nothing going on. Everything's, we're flat earth now. Yeah, we're just living in white blessing. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. This oh, is it. Do it. I'm, I, I, okay, I, I'm going to do it. Andy missed that we were talking a little bit about this before you got here, Andy. Um, this is straight from Georgia. Have you heard of Louis Giglio? And apologies if I'm not pronouncing his name correctly he's a megachurch pastor in yeah, yeah, yeah. atlanta uh-huh um he it's pronounced gigolo continue pray for me megachurch pastor asks apologizing for characterizing slavery as a white blessing now when i first saw a couple things i still get i don't know why it's not off now twitter is a shitstorm and but I still get little notifications from the Twitter account of like things it wants me to see. And one of them was people responding to that about him saying white blessing. Slavery was a white blessing. And I'm thinking, okay, I know how these things work. It's out of context. It's nowhere near this bad. I don't know a whole lot about him, but I know he's a prominent megachurch pastor that I have assumed would not be a racist. Um, and so I'm like, man, people are freaking out. And some people I know and trust or know of enough to trust are saying, I know he's not a white supremacist, but, and then they have their little spiel. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? So you found context. Thank goodness. Somebody's doing that. Yeah. This was, uh, from a, from, I believe it was Sunday and he was up there with, uh, the rapper Lecrae. You've heard of him, Jeff? Seen him. And um, somebody else was there. Oh, with uh, fellow Atlanta residents, Lecrae, and Chick-fil-A CEO, Dan Cathy. He's got two first names from different genders, which is pretty special. So you know you can trust him. (laughs) Uh, uh, he, He said, I don't believe there's any blessing in slavery. Nope, that's part of his apology. Let me uh, scroll deeper into the article to go into the past to get the quote from the past. In the service, Giglio said, or sorry, Gigolo, Andy. 
said, "We missed. I'm listening. We missed the blessing of slavery. Slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in. And so a lot of people call this white privilege. Let's get over the phrase. I think maybe a great thing for me is to call it white blessing." Because I'm living in the blessing of the curse that allowed me to grow up generationally in Atlanta. And then... Uh, this guy's a professional speaker? Yeah. <laughs> he was just being ironic. I, wow. Yeah. Get out your... Get out your flowchart to follow this one. Uh, Lecrae posted a video. I, I didn't look at the video Lecrae was there I, I guess he didn't say anything because he said uh tuesday what's the date today 16th he, he posted a video today tuesday the 16th of uh june 2020 i wasn't okay with it even as i sat there i was very uncomfortable obviously i'm not okay with changing white privilege to white blessing that's a privilege in and of itself and then uh Jiggly, gosh, you're you're I messing me up. I you did, did it. it. You accepted <laughs> me. I don't believe there's any. This is what Giglio said after the fact. I don't believe there's any blessing in slavery. I'm heartbroken about where we are as a nation, and one of the things I'm most heartbroken about is trying to help myself learn and trying to help my white brothers and sisters understand that white privilege is real. Pray for me. So that was part of his apology. Anyway, so. In context, it's still like I think I I think I know what he's trying to say. Like we generally society has benefited from a lot of the horrors of the past, uh, slavery and racism wise, in in different ways. And I think that's what he's trying to say. But man, what an awkward way to say it. Anyways, enough of me talking. It is awkward. You guys talk. <clears throat> Andy, um, you said he's a professional speaker? Question mark. Yeah, because there's not a more convoluted, convoluted way he could have tried to make that statement. Yeah, I think um, yeah, maybe should have ran that or run that by somebody first. Oh maybe gosh. Lecrae. The joke. Well, that that might have been that yeah. might have been a little. Right? I mean, I don't know. You guys familiar with what who UX designers are? They're the ones that like design apps and websites and visual interactions that like. You know, make the button green and make sure it's in the upper right. And when you tap it, it should actually complete the payment. Those kinds of things. Uh, so UX designers are are there to basically UX stands for user experience. They're there to help make sure that anytime someone's engaging with whatever your thing is, that it's low friction, that it makes sense. They understand what's going to happen where. <laughs> and the joke that I always tell them is, um, we should just give them a pop-up when this happens and say, are you sure you don't want to not disable this? Yes, <laughs> yes, cancel. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> yeah, there's like a double, and a, neg- a pos- two negatives, negatives, positive, negative, negative. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's It, it feels like any time uh, you're, you're talking about any of this stuff that you're walking on eggshells. Or walking a very thin tightrope. Um, now, obviously, he stumbled on his words, and so coming back, he's he's trying to add a little more color to it, which is, I mean, that's fine. I, I'm, we've all been in that place. Where nice, Andy. Stuff color came. to it. I like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, or lack of color <clears throat> to it. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I I, I think that that uh, I'd be curious to see if in a few months. 
um, how these types of discussions go. Just in, just like what is what do these types of conversations look like? Um, does it does it sustain? It feels like it's it's extremely intense, and and we run six week cycles of things in general. So already COVID is taking a back seat. This and I'm not. This is not to be interpreted as like downplaying. You're a denier. The, the importance or denying any of it. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to point out like um, the news cycle. How long will things be extremely sensitive? And I'm not saying that because I think. Well, let's just get over it. I don't want that to be it to be interpreted that way. But, but his example is. I feel like we're seeing more and more of these these similar types of examples where you've got people that are kind of like trying to walk back or be very very extremely careful about how they're saying anything um because the the risk of offense is really high um and i say that like plainly flatly without any like preconceived notions or anything like that whether or not they're trying to offend somebody whether someone would be rightly offended or not like set that aside just understanding that there's high sensitivity right now and my curiosity is how long do we live in a state of of high sensitivity and and then what do those dialogues look like once we're out of that stage? It's going to be interesting. I, th- I think when you know, the COVID came, um, there was, there was uh, all, all like gender and um, LGBT stuff took, took a backseat. Everyone's talking about COVID. There wasn't, wasn't a lot of talk about that other stuff. And, th- and this comes along and, and then the riots, uh, yeah. start talking about riots and, um, and yeah, there are a lot of sensitive people there. Did you hear about the soccer player played for the galaxy? He yeah. played for the galaxy. Right. Uh, his wife makes a comment on Instagram and, uh, the, the, did she say all lives matter or was that somebody else? Cause I think somebody else, somebody else said, wife said all lives matter. And that got <clears throat> her husband. She might, that might've been one of her comments. Um, but she says something like kill something about kill. Like there, she, oh, I guess she, one. Yeah, I guess she posted a picture of the. There's a there's a video of the cops, um, cop, two cop cars. Um, they're they're stopped by protesters, or there's a line of protesters in front of them, and then they they keep driving through the protesters. I mean, they're not going fast, but they're pushing the protesters off by right. driving through. I think she posted a picture of that and said, "Kill the the s words," um, and then another um, an, another picture. The s words. The Shakers? Yeah, the Shakers and the Quakers. Um, yeah. Silly gooses. Yeah. Kill. Uh, and, and so they, so then he apologized. He said, hey, I'm sorry, that's not something that, you know, our, not something our family's about. Yeah. He apologizes publicly and they fired him. <laughs> Is he a co- player? Yeah. He, yes. he played two games for the Galaxy and then, and then COVID ended the season people are so worried about protecting their brand right now yeah it's well back to giglio for a second i'm i could see him i think he's somebody that wants to be a part of the solution in whatever way he can whether it's being a platform he's got lecrae up there i i'm guessing there's something in his mind like okay don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Like he's got this internal monologue. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. And then just like, 
blessings, uh, curse, but blessing, <laughs> blessing the curse. <laughs> it's the curse of the past has become our blessing. That's not what he sounds like, but yeah. <laughs> just I've been there. If only mm. in my mind, like mm. anytime somebody that has a public platform and they're speaking, I guess we're doing it right now, but technically <laughs> it's not live. I could edit anything out that's I feel is problematic, although we don't do that. But a pastor like that, big church, whatever you say in the moment is going out no matter how you say it. Oh my God. Like right now I have a little anxiety on his behalf or on people's behalf that do that kind of thing because I like really what? communicate when there's low pressure and you and I are having a few drinks and oh. yeah, I, I think the, the sensitivity might stay for a while. It's been, it's been ramping up for years and um, you know, in Canada, they passed the, the laws that where you make fun of somebody that's a protected class, you, you, you get fined. Um, and we're, we're we've been seeing that in America, not a fine. But in Canada, that it's actually they give you a sticker that says you're fine. Yeah, that's you're, actually what they do. You're you, just, fine. you can put it on you if you get fined, and people <laughs> yeah. know that you're fine. Yeah, it, it, and and then now in in America, we're getting this the cancel culture type of of thing. Um, and, and I, I that that could last. What's well, been going on for longer? Yeah. Um. Than 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 you know a six week cycle. And that could intensify as maybe as um, the riots kind of lose their steam. Um, they, they're going to be looking for something, something to bring up. Yeah. I have a question. You said six-week cycle, Scott, which is what Andy said. What do you, what's the six-week cycle that you're talking about? What is that? Because is that something that people should know about? Or, or is universally known, like things happen in six-week cycles? Is that like a news cycle thing or what? Generally, that refers to the, the fact that news cycles run in six-week increments and that they'll, they'll choose to change the topic by then so they can continue to garner viewership, clicks and views. So people will lose interest in a topic thing or occurrence, and then after six weeks, they'll modify it. But the, I, I think overall, the thing that... The, the heightened sensitivity, I, I'd be curious what you guys think about this. Do you think, what is the impact Jeff. of heightened sensitivity on discourse on the given topic? On discourse? Yeah. This, so this, my thought was... In, in, in honor of protecting you monopoly? from yourself, I'm just going to go ahead <laughs> okay. and address this towards... The, the, so I was thinking about... Put your fa- phone down, Jeff. I was thinking about Facebook Don't be and Instagram who are the same um their facebook and that if we had a product that so there's a whole lot of companies that sell you know ads and they push stuff through yeah that media medium and the monopoly that facebook has on the discourse of our society it's monop- they've monopolized um, the conversation and they're like, well, look, look at us. But because it's social media or it's just thrown out as social media, I mean, nobody else is contending with Facebook. They're a, I mean, they're the juggernaut of anything that gets pushed out, um, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or any of the other subsidiaries and they just buy up everybody. But 
not to go on a soapbox because I just had this thought and just the idea of discourse. I'm like, um, whether they shape it or not, they, they have the platform. It'd be like if you only had Fox, but you didn't have, you know, NBC universal or you had the other side and you didn't have Fox, there's a monopoly that's been created. And, and so if you're only in one place and you never, you know, you can create private groups in Facebook, but the the discourse is sensitive because if you've ever seen the, uh, is it the house in, in England? I can't remember what it's called, but they're just, it's yelling and screaming across the aisle. Speakers. It's fantastic and humorous at times. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like that. I think it's a little theater too. <laughs> it is. But uh, to the gentleman that. across the way, <laughs> may his mother roll over in her grave. They like shake things at each other, don't right. they? They do that. Maybe throw an onion or two. Anyway, that that's uh, it. Doesn't answer your question, but there's definitely a problem um, that there's one place, there's one corner where you meet, there's one hair salon where everybody meets. Hey, yeah, may, maybe. I, and you're right. You didn't answer my question, but <laughs> Zach, <laughs> I forget what the question was. The question I was uh, so I'm running for political office. What is the impact? I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let me answer your question was, with the answer I want to answer. Uh, what what is the impact right now of of heightened sensitivity on on actual genuine discourse about the topic at hand. I'll give this one to you, Zach. How since... dare you? Oh, since what? Well, was... Jeff had his try. <laughs> oh. I was going to give Jeff... I didn't want to answer the question. I was going to give that Jeff was, a redo. That was five minutes on Facebook from Jeff Pearson. <laughs> the you know what? Let's start the podcast over. <laughs> okay. I promised and... I wouldn't do this, and I just I just broke my promise. <laughs> it, I mean, it was all good. It just wasn't. No, That's five minutes asked. of telling me like uh, no, it's it fine. Sad. No, it, 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 social media discussions. Are, I, I don't know if I can put those in real discourse. But my my main question is, I'm just wondering if we're trying to, in whatever channel or form, have genuine discourse about something that a huge percentage of the population believe is an important topic. Um, you cannot have genuine discourse on social media. It's not about social media. That's oh, not my question. Okay. Yeah. My, I don't care what I don't care what the medium is. Well, then I had good discourse today with people, with my <laughs> in-laws. Okay. And we were definitely on both on opposite sides. I just mean, <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. That's good. that's good. It's a very Jeff answer because Jeff gave his personal experience. I'm yeah. trying to get the the larger <laughs> in general. Like, I don't want to give the answer. Gosh. Damn it, you guys. Well, then reframe oh, the question. Here we, I'm asking it very clearly. Here comes CNN. Like, <laughs> I've got a question, and I've got the answer. What do you guys think? Okay, good. Now here's the answer. People can't have a real discussion when they're so sensitive about it. That's like, like that's is this gonna, it's going to stop. But that's uh, the hope. It's gonna, people are going to be more careful about what they say because it might offend someone. I, I think, think I, yeah, I think there's a... There's a lot of the people that are brave enough to speak up in a way that maybe is a little bit outside the acceptive, accepted narrative. You hear those types talk about if, if they're prominent, how they get private messages from people. 
I'm I'm glad you said that. I just can't say anything like that. I'm I'm with you, but I can't say anything like that. And so this the environment we're in now where speech can be interpreted as violence and oftentimes if it's just a different opinion on something it can be received as violence and i know it's i know it's more than just social media but it seems like so much of life right now is social media for, and it i was going to say for better or worse but that's not even true it's for worse with very few exceptions like even news stories are based on tweets of people <laughs> that might not even yeah. be real yeah There'll be something that actually happened, and they'll say, here's the reaction to that. And they'll just post a bunch of tweets. Some of them have the blue check mark. You know, it's a real person. Some of them don't. And it's like, we're, we're using robots to fill out, quote unquote, news stories yeah. in, a, in a context that there's, there's, no way there can, there's no way you can actually flesh the context out. There's, it's, a, it's a medium that doesn't allow it. And that's so much of what people get their news from and so that is the dialogue unless you're face to face face to face is very different and i wish it would happen more but i think people are be being driven underground especially if they make their money well everybody makes their money somehow um there there's like an enforced compliance and actually i was thinking about that with all the pictures uh that are going around of people bowing down and or saying the right thing i've got friends on facebook that have been applauding brands that are saying black lives matter um and i'm not saying anything about that yay or nay black lives do matter i i don't get triggered i used i don't get triggered by like oh all is matter i'm not like that's not what i'm talking about but you can send your email to zach and zach and <laughs> um but a company that says Black Lives Matter and has this whole campaign now, it doesn't... To me, it matters whether they mean it or not. They don't. What they care about is money, and they care about their brand, and right now, protecting their brand is going behind this thing. Does that matter to you, the listener, or to you, you three? I was talking to myself. I almost said four. <laughs> uh, but I matter, too, so oh, I'll include yeah. myself, you yeah. four. You're fired. Is that the fifth person? <laughs> <laughs> but and I understand I'm rambling a little bit, but it does it matter to you guys and you out there in the in the internet if people say the right thing, but they're forced to. And I think right now the companies are doing what's good for their bottom line. And maybe that does move the needle in the right direction. Maybe that's part of the maybe it's a complicated metric where it's not just they don't really mean it. Um, maybe they don't mean it. Maybe that's beside the point. Um, but you're getting disingenuous. Some of the forced um, compliance is uh, right. is is, cre is creepy because it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's it's how a lot of Christians believe God is believe in God or else uh, to to make it biblical to bring the Bible back into this guys. I know we were craving that. <laughs> and but is that okay, is Exodus that, lined that up with slaves right now? Does that engender authentic authenticity? Does that even matter? Does it matter that you check the right boxes in public? Yeah, Does that yeah. answer your question at all? I know that was all. No, you asked like seven other questions. <laughs> I know, but I okay. Now we're on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all good questions. Yeah. I don't know. In my, it just popped in my head. Like, is there even space to ask a dumb question? 
For in, in some spaces or a lot of spaces, no. And, and so... Right here in Bros Babbles Beer. Yes, send all your dumb questions to Scott <laughs> and, and and to do so in a way that like where you have both sides are open and saying no one has no one has all the information. Our goal here is to try to learn and try to figure out and and understand each other better. Like can, starting from that place, and that's where I'm coming from. Is wondering like in heightened sensitivity, how do you get to a place like that? How can you get to a place where you, you do have genuine discourse? We can really talk about this and someone can have a differing opinion about something or have a different experience and not, and not be accused of being hateful or terrible. Yeah, I, th- I think, it, you know, they, going back to Jeff's intervention last podcast in the post, did we, did we publish that episode? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks oh, okay. for listening, Scott. Okay, good. Thanks guys. Thanks guys for doing that, all that work. Um, but going to that po- back to the post, and it might have been sent, you know, might have been too early. Um, uh, but there are people that hold that view, and right. if if there's a reaction against that view, that is that is just to shut it down. Th- that could uh, solidify someone in that view. But if if they if they if someone's making points, they have specific points. If you if you um, if you take take the statements head on, and yeah. you can give logical, reasoned responses to those points, you might be able to help them to see that their view is not, you know, not accurate or um, not something that's good for society, or maybe maybe just completely wrong about the situation. But shutting shutting it down completely. Um, on on either side is is not um do, doesn't doesn't get should, us to that discourse we should be know. having more conversations not less right R- right and and in in the the sensitivity aspect if you're well, if you're the one sign of civility yeah too in our society that you actually can have conversations about difficult challenging yeah, yeah. things you disagree about yeah. things within right Absolutely. That's yeah. and I think that's the key is yeah. that this this is a good example right now but it's been happening more and more maybe over the last 20 years I would say we if we could chart this we'd see a spike in people's society's inability to be okay with differing opinions. Yeah. For us to come to the table and say yep, I get where you're coming from. I just don't agree with you. And that's all right. Like at the end of the day, being like, that's fine that we don't disagree or that, that we don't agree on this. That we don't not disagree. That we don't not disagree. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you got to be able to pull the emotion out of your conversation and your thinking a little bit to yeah. have those conversations. Even if there is, even if find there is the, some emotion. Yeah, find the blessing from the curse that becomes <laughs> your blessing. Well, the emotion that throws you off the tracks and then someone's like, okay, you're just pissed off. Yeah. Well, again, at the end of the day, like, I think it comes from an underlying belief that uh, more people believe exactly like you do. I'm just saying, like, I'm just speaking in the first person. More, more people believe like me than actually probably do mm-hmm. and believe all the things. So if we lined up all the possible, if we lined up the top 100 beliefs 
And the four of us in, in this room, there's no way we're going to line up an agreement on all those things. Who knows? I'll, I mean, our podcast is built on disagreement. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and being okay. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I beg to differ. It might be. <laughs> the sand of disagreement. <laughs> and and uh, it just seems like more and more people struggle with accepting it's all right that we don't agree, that we don't see this thing eye to eye. And that's a rare thing these days. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I realize that. Everything, it's, it's because everything is so much is presented as the stakes being at 11. Now, there are some yeah. things right now, given present circumstances, um, protests, which I like, rioting and looting, um, not so much. Uh, we have. Uh, the free zone of what's it Chaz? called? Chaz in <laughs> Capitol Hill Seattle. Autonomous Zone. I think they've renamed it. It's uh, Chop. <laughs> I'm Chop. All, I'm all oh, up Chop. Today. Capitol yeah. Hill Autonomous Zone is what it was. What is it now? It's going to be my. It's Chop. Gonna, I think they named it Chop. Or or yeah, it's going to be my current my current events to open up my new school year come July sixth. <laughs> all right, everybody got a great what current event here. I'm Chop's not. It's Hill. still Capitol Hill. Autonomous? No, well, no. It was. <laughs> they spelled. Was, they spelled it wrong the first time. <laughs> it was something zone, and now Did you say it's, they spelled it. They spelled it. Spell? <laughs> Did a wolf tell you that? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I, uh, if only we had a device to look up what it's actually called I, in the moment. I'm too lazy. But yeah, we got a lot of things going on that do matter and are important. But would you stop saying "do matter"? <laughs> I'm going to say it two more times. <laughs> Matter. But Matter. there are things that deserve attention. That notwithstanding, we are in an environment and news cycle, like repeated news cycles of needing clicks, competing with all the sites. And so the headline, everything is ramped up to an inordinate degree that the story may not might not actually justify. And so that's how we're trained to think. And when the stakes are that high, if somebody is a, is a, has a different opinion of you, oh my gosh, if you buy into that, the stakes are at 11 for your pet, pet yeah. issue, any counter information, that could literally turn to violence. Like, how, how do we correct that? Because I, I don't buy into that generally. I think there's... Uh, there are no easy answers to complicated questions, and oftentimes the truth is found more in the gray than the black and white. And how do you get someone to take a deep breath and relax yeah. and listen to you? Personal contact. It's not going to happen online, that's for sure. Well, there, right. there, Actually, there are a lot of people. Know. There are a lot of people that won't even allow for a, a gray uh, area. There, it's it's no. Um, there is no. About, this there, person is. There is no. This person why do you is think this that thing. Question. There is no. Why do you think that? Right. You can't even ask. There is yeah. none of that. I'm wearing the <laughs> That's shirt. Gone. Question mark. Yeah. Greater than exclamation point. <laughs> it's not. What do you think? You can't even ask a question. Well, could you about... explain what you think about? Um. Actually, no. You've been sent straight to the gas chamber by the other side. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Go for it. You're right. I think. <laughs> I think we started seeing a change a few years ago when there was uh, protests on college campuses 
and you would start to see that and and um trying to block speakers and yeah that's yeah, yeah. been going on for yeah. ever like Berkeley. ben shapiro was blocked milo yiannopoulos was blocked uh crowder yeah uh, so i think yes in oh, general we're actually being able to function like a speaker yeah they would come and they would uh, right yeah yeah actively block discourse and me, and and that seems like there was a there was a shift, maybe a, a more noticeable shift at that point, where it was less of it wasn't even about giving the chance to have the discourse. It was we will shut down discourse, mm-hmm. and and I wonder what what is at the root of of that. There there seems to be a fear, and and there's probably some version of that for all sides, right? That that there is fear in in the discourse, but it's got to be twenty somethings. It's not sixty year old women or men going and doing that. It's, it it's depends people, on when. Uh, it depends when? on when. So it could be the younger people that are actually going and doing it, but then you have mixed in there some college professors. But it's also a lot of the older college professors that might be who are, who are teaching these. The college age students democracy. and they might be putting in you know i don't i don't want to jump to brainwashing or whatever uh but you putting these that. ideas in their in their heads teaching them that these opinions on this other side are wrong and you know you got to do something brainwashing about brainwashing yeah. we've talked about like groupings you gravitate towards a group and if you go to a certain college yeah. it's like i'm at berkeley this is my group this is what we teach they don't tell you that this is what we teach it's like this is just life. We teach hemp jewelry. You go to, <laughs> you go to uh, take that class. Stanford or Yale or, you know, University of Alabama. I don't know what they teach there, but they teach awesome football. <laughs> um, <laughs> you go and you, you get, if you get affirmation is what you get. Um, and maybe if you had nothing coming in, you get um, an, what you're going to believe in. Like my Long Beach city professor in, in economics, he was like, Japan, amazing business, amazing. And he went on and on in the for 70s? months. He went on. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. He went on and on early nineties when Japan was buying up all Jeff kinds Sol- of land in the United States. Business so in general. It's just amazing. But, <laughs> he, but I, then he pushed he, that there was 150 people in the class. I went into international business, took Japanese, like I had found, I had found for the moment, like, oh, my group, yes, I'm going to go make, a, you know, millions of dollars and I'm going to learn Japanese and I'm going to work for Sony. Like that, I had it in my mind that that's what I was going to do. But I, you know, just, I found my place and went with it. And now, and now, and now, look at me now. Andy, what am I now? Because in the future, Andy? it may re-bividends re-bivid- for us. Fat thumbs. I don't know, man. Fat what? fingers, Andy. Fat fingers, the crowd, the boy. <laughs> I'm trying to give it to you. All right, well. Did you give it to me? No, I blew that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Cheers. But right, you have back a to point. your question. You have a point there. <laughs> With the brainwashing. I, well, yeah. Or, there's heavy-handed words like indoctrination that's been thrown around, right? But, But in general, it is... Have we seen less receptivity to to open discourse between conflicting beliefs in culture the over the last twenty years, or has it always been there, and we're just victims of our own like you know 
What are you trying short to term, Short term perspective. What are you trying to solve tonight? Yeah, Andy? that's a good. Yeah. It's, Why is everyone at 11 and yeah. no one wants to talk to anybody and, and, about it? And social media. No one wants to talk to you, though. <laughs> right, because they don't want to listen. They want to listen to each other. We all want to listen to each other. It's, it's, no, that's not even it. It's not even that they don't want to listen to you. It's that, it, that what you say is, no, not just you, whatever. Whatever the other side. What did you say? Whatever the side says You're is, an asshole. Is I can't wrong. believe you should be, whatever you work, you should be fired. <laughs> Maybe it's an attitude of demonizing I hope your wife the other side divorces rather than trying you. to like engage. I'm going to kill your dog. <laughs> Yeah, the wow. That's uh um, But that but that I feel like there's some truth in what you're trying to yeah. say. <laughs> out of the that came out of the heart the mouth speaks or something like that. Yeah. Too real. It, 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 it was moves. oddly specific. <laughs> 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 but if someone did know you personally and they were yeah. just on the opposite side Good thing of the we fence, don't. <laughs> yeah. That's how it that's how it feels. That's the like I'm so uh, I'm just the uh the dynamite, the fuse is—it's not even a fuse. It's like a speck, and it's—it's it's ready to just go off the moment you talk. Uh, J.P. Sears, a funny you know comedian on—he uh, does little blips. He has this thing on the left and the right. He's wearing a red shirt, and then he wears a blue shirt. And uh, the guy with the red shirt gets ready to talk. He's like, so he's like, I disagree. He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't yeah. said one word because and that's where because we're it's at. a default. They, because right. someone knows. Where this person stands, so you can't even make a statement about your position. It's yeah. automatic. You're wrong, and even more recently, it's automatic. You're a Nazi. Like the, the words like that get thrown around too way too quick. And that's the part that it's that that I think is important to to think about separating, which is um, how how can we hold in tension the the idea that we disagree on given topics. And in the same breath, that doesn't make the person who disagrees with me Satan. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and there might be a fear in an in group fear. Yeah. We're, we, we are, we're, I think we're playing a part. We are playing, I just correct myself. What the hell are you doing, Zach? You're killing the conversation. <laughs> So we were having a Jeff conversation so mean from killing andy's dog see how that happens that's how i feel like on social just, media just, uh, <laughs> well you do put things out there as if that is the gospel <laughs> that's a whole other conversation oh, um Get but, but uh, we are an example of while we do have a lot of disagreements there's a lot of sameness too so it's not like we speak for all of diversity in all of creation that's not the claim but the claim is yeah uh, we still like each other especially bullshit yeah especially um well personally myself personally you like i'm a loving guy and i'm a <laughs> like a lover and a fighter the problem we're gonna have is we're gonna like <laughs> set up racism as this word like it's racist it's racist where racism the word and the meeting will be gone it'll be it'll be used so much that it'll just it'll It'll burn itself out. And then we, then actually, you may have real racism that is personal that we're, we see a lot of, and it might happen so much and be like, well, it's just racism. I'm not, it, yeah, I mean, the, it seems, the, the, I, I it know seems what you're saying, of, like the word starts to lose its meaning right? or lose its impact. And so it, it's when dangerous. Actually, an incident of racism uh it doesn't get called out as such or it, it doesn't have it doesn't get uh 
fought against like it should because it gets lost in the the weeds of all the racism that's like yeah that's maybe there's some bigotry there maybe this yeah that's something but it's, it's something that's been going on it's not for, overt you know, it's a big and deal. yeah it, I, I could see that it's a little boy who cried wolf sorry woof boy who cried wolf, woof oh, thank Jeff. you thank you um, situation where we're woof whatever keep going a certain segment generally conservatives they're gonna yeah they i have family everything feels did you pull the scott there i did the there it is you get that one I but have, you didn't get jeff's zach I, go i have people that i know that where they want to be a part of the solution but they feel they get caught up in that. Well, this is they get caught up in some of the binary partisan games, which is a mistake. Um, and then and also they feel like, well, this thing is may not actually be racist, so I don't even know what that means. So, uh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be silly. I, like, I want to understand what your what your point is. Um, that glad somebody does. <laughs> what what Jeff was saying Jeff. that. When there are some conversations online that it's more we disagree about this thing, but the accusation is because we disagree, it feels like because we disagree, that's racist or you're racist. But it's not actual, right? If you were to look at the, it's not overt, I don't like your kind. It's not racism. The word racist, fascist, all these things get thrown around a lot to where the word loses its meaning. And so when there's actual racism or actual fascism, we might be losing the ability to fight a legitimate battle against those um, because we're numb to the word. Yeah. And I, I think I have, um, I, I have, you know, people on in my clan that where that's, that's the case. Like it, when they're, Maybe don't say clan. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is it the the K oh clan? God, I mean, so I mean crater the crater clan. I, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. That's my name <clears throat> with a K. Oh God. Uh, and, and yeah, and and the the definition can be too broad, so it, it catches too many people, and then you have, uh, yeah, people that are not actually racist get caught up. Um, in that accusation, and then you, I, what we're seeing more of is you have people that are on the left uh, who support these causes, and they say the the wrong thing. They say just, they say just the wrong thing, just enough, and they start getting uh, uh, accused of being these words Case by the by the side that they're on, yeah. and that that's. So yeah, if you have ill-defined terms, too many people and the wrong people get caught up. In, so the, in, yeah, in right. That. The leader of Chaz had a uh, a tweet from ten years ago where he used the f word to describe a group of people. Oh, you mean Raz, the leader yes. of Chaz? Yeah, yeah, Raz, the leader of Chaz, <laughs> son of Boaz. It was the gay slang f word. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. In a tweet from ten years ago, and so he is. It, it is interesting that he that guy's got guns, and I, I know a lot of people in 
that area would probably want to cancel him otherwise, but <laughs> when he got guns, this whole thing, it is amazing. It's weird. I'm, it's so weird. I'm secretly glad that uh, we're all on work from home orders so that I don't have to do my Seattle work trips. Yeah. 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 Although you could do some firsthand reporting. Would, I could have done some boots on the ground. Yeah. It could have been great. I, and I, and I think he's unfooted. used it some heavy handed uh, policing um, uh, techniques. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's ironic this whole thing. There's there's a lot of irony uh, going on um, with this whole thing. You know, the first thing they do is put up a a wall uh, to keep people out. Yeah. Um, there's this. There know. is this. Th- uh, it does seem to. Maybe it's a human trait. People don't like some of the hierarchies that are in perceived or otherwise that are in place. Like, let's reject that. You know, that's hierarchies are for the man. Well, but but what seems to develop is in your new non in your totally free autonomous zone, a hierarchy develops, and right. it's like this human need for leadership and all that stuff. It, it's almost inevitable. The boxes there's people, get created. There's people that uh, there's a video of someone trying to tag on the wall, and the, the other people of, of the of the uh, Republic of, Ch- of Chaz, they're like, "Hey, don't tag on the walls, man." He's like, "This is a, I could do what I want." They're like, "Oh, come on, don't." You you can't. There's no such thing as like pure anarchy or uh, uh, pure freedom. You can't you, you can't just do whatever you want. There's always going to be rules established. That and that's that's natural. I think any of that's yours. Or I, 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 I had so many thoughts right now. It reminds me of uh, Stranger the Fiction. He, Remember that section where she she's like, he goes. Will Smith goes up to the woman who said she doesn't want to pay her taxes. She's like, I don't want to pay my taxes. Is it Will a, Ferrell or Will Smith? Will Ferrell. Did I say Smith? Yeah. yeah they all look alike. <laughs> all the Wills. All the Smiths. Yeah. All the uh, Wills. Yeah. Uh, and, and she goes, I don't want to pay my taxes. And he goes, are you an anarchist? Do you go to anarchist meetings? And she goes, do anarchists have meetings? Do they assemble? <laughs> and I just imagine what you're describing. Yeah. Like someone pulled out the anarchist handbook. No, look, in section 17, we don't do that. You can't tag on our section. That's how this works around here. Yeah. Well, it did also remind me, I'll give a little bit of biblical reference. Where is it in First Kings where... Um, uh, we just justified our name, ladies and gentlemen. Israel had been beer. <laughs> Israel had been under oppression forever, and basically was like, "We want a king," and God is like, uh, are "You sure? Are you sure you want a king? <laughs> You've just been in this like <laughs> bad experience with having a king, being under a king, and and maybe this is just human nature is what it's pointing yeah. to is that we as humans." You know, so it's like uh, America was founded, we wanted to get away from uh, the monarchy and and that rule. And what did we institute? A quasi king-like figure that we yeah. gave a name of president. Yeah. So uh, there, there, there does seem to point to something in our human nature that we will gravitate towards these hierarchies. Yeah, wherever we are, we, we it's well, it's 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 an economic principle too. Like you. You can't have everything in all at all times. You have to make trade-offs. And the younger people, uh, let's say, they might not understand this. So they start they try to form a society that's free and then they quickly realize, yeah. Oh wait a second. How how do how do uh how do we get food around here? 
um, oh, we're going to have to set up a system uh, to get food. Okay. What do they do? They let in a bunch of homeless people and the homeless people stole their food. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, socialism failed at that point because yeah. no one owns anything. And I, and I know, okay, that's, that's not socialism, but how do, you, how do you make things socialist? If everyone owns everything, who's to say who doesn't get what at any given time? Someone has to There's draw always a, a line. Top dog. There's always yeah. a top dog. So you have to give up something. Or Walking or... Dead has taught us that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to give up something to get other things. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I do have a thought about the, um, the kingdom, like how things, how things operate. You were just mentioning well, the, the way things work, how things get done, how power is exercised in the world versus how, how it's exercised in the kingdom. And, uh, and I'm thinking about this because I, I, some, uh, some elements of getting justice done in the here and now are what, the drive in the human way and the way of this world is to exercise it through top-down uh, authority and power. So it's, we, we hate Trump, Trump is creating injustice, and so... We replace are, Trump. We are going to get the person we want in there yeah. to use the power of the state that Trump would use because he has that power. We hate that. It's not let's change how we exercise power in the state. It's no, let's get our person so that now we can drive the power down. And it breaks my heart when I see Christians I know and love and I, I trust their intentions and I really appreciate them and I know our goals are the same. But it, their desires to exercise justice and restoration are via, and I vote, and I'm going to vote blue. And my, my point is not don't vote Democrat or don't vote Republican. It's like the way this world is a top-down approach to change, and that doesn't change hearts. We're seeing it in the forced, enforced compliance of the Democratic lawmakers that are kneeling in their crazy show of... Virtue signaling and uh, <laughs> cultural appropriation, wearing sc- African scarves kente, and kente clouds. Uh, that was weird. Um, but this, I lost my train of thought. No, it's a kingdom. Wh- how the kingdom works versus the kingdom of God. And you guys, to put more Bible into this podcast, the Savior of the world exercised his power through dying. That's the culminary, that's when, according to N.T. Wright, and I'm sympathetic to this, the culmination or the the inauguration of the kingdom of God is the Messiah giving himself up and dying. And if we are to be little messiahs or little Jesuses uh, or imitating the Messiah, being... uh, I like that a lot better. (laughs) Thank you. I want to be an eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus. I like like imitating. Imitating. Um, I imagine my Jesus is lead singer for Leonard Skinner. That's that's where I'm at personally with interactions. And so, man, I see Christians fighting on both sides. Like some Christians don't want to get political. And I'm like, well... The gospel's gonna get political depending on what we're talking about and depending on the interaction. 
Um, and the gospel is going to look like a lot. Gospel and restoration and justice is going to look a lot like losing through forgiveness of of others and um, lifting up others and outsiders. And man, that is that is the narrow path that is so difficult to see. And so I, I get when people are engaged politically that aren't Christians and they want to use the government, which is basically the power at the point of a gun to enforce things. But when I see Christians, um, there, there's a Christian left and the Christian right. When they want to do that, it's like, I think you guys are missing the point of what it means to uh, be building the kingdom. Okay, so what would be your definition of building the kingdom? If you were to enter this conversation... If you were a dictator, Zach. <laughs> no, if you were to enter the conversation of places that I've been on social media and that you've I would seen... Inform- start a hierarchy. How would you bring... Zach Guerrero. How would you bring the hope of Christ to those conversations? I'm going to... I'm going to... This might sound like a cop out. Already uh, it's is. It's not a cop out. <laughs> the, Separate the sheep from the goats. Yeah. You grab a hold of that fruit. No, um, <laughs> Did you grab a hold of that fruit? We're Actually, edit the last 10 seconds. You guys are ruining the conversation. Hey, this is what makes us fun, Jeff. According <laughs> not, to. Not for Jeff. <laughs> I so regret this whole conversation. Yeah, Jeff might. I'm done. Drop the mic. The kingdom. I will, I'll rely on Jesus. And, and, and you don't the, no, you know the kingdom of god and, and i'm not i just cut you off because <laughs> no, i'm answering good. Jeff's no, question. You, uh, the kingdom of god is like a mustard seed so it's gonna it's it's been slow in building for 2000 some odd years uh and it's gonna continue to build if how is this you personally bringing the hope of christ to the conversations on social media or with people that maybe you don't agree with or you do agree with how, and they're like I'm so frustrated like how do do we bring that that holy spirit of Christ and put it on people it's just going to be spreading my seed jeff my mustard seed and it's not going to happen in like a um, in a social media context i don't think it's got to that's where everybody heads, is but i think how come you guys are I got, Scott. I'm, I'm laughing at Jeff. Okay. I'm not no, shaking I don't my head. disagree. I, I'm, I'm, with you. I'm listening. Jeff. Only Jeff disagrees with you and hates your very guts right now. No. He's the only one. No, I'm th- I think it's We the- like you. We're on your side. We don't like that guy. <laughs> I think it's the way... Unfollow. Unfollow. Jeff, you when you're not on social media and you're out in the world and you come back with stories of interacting one-on-one, that, that's it. There it is. That's the sweet spot. So Amen. It's, it's my family um, it, learning to live and love each other self-sacrificially. It's like this mutual interchange. Man, I am reading, uh, maybe this is a flash forward to what are you consuming. I'm reading uh, Richard Rohr's book on the Trinity uh, called The Divine Dance. And when you describe the Trinity as like three, these three entities all self-sacrificially, I'm doing hand motions right now, pouring out, like completely emptying themselves to the other. It's like you give, and but then you get the gift back. It's like this interplay of relationship that, man, that that is the kingdom of God. That That is being, um, that's living a divine life. And it's not easy. It doesn't always happen. But 
we've talked about it before. Uh, uh, if you think of evangelism, well, I think of evangelism less as like, let's get numbers punched to, to heaven of people that I've gotten saved and more like, let's spread that kingdom love and it becomes contagious. And the more it, it goes out from my family to the community in small ways and it's good for the city and it, it's, it spreads out the more people do that. And it's when you're trying to get it done and flip a switch, that's the mistake. Cause that's not the way change happens. Change happens slowly, but. Um, oh, oh, not, not according to our society right now. I know we, we want it now. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. I like that. And, and it, it's not that you have to have a, the right, Answer or wrong? Or, yeah, you, you yeah. can't control. I think someone. We, I'm sorry, Scott. I no, just no. Cut off again. No, I was, I was, I was just feeding off what you were saying. Yeah. And it made me think of the control. Um, there's, there's a loss of control right now. There's so many things that feel chaotic, and there's a need for control. And one of the ways we feel control is through our sharing and posting of things. Like here, this is the way it is. One of my least favorite and most favorite because it makes me laugh, but really least favorite ways of sharing is like drop an article in your feed and and say, yep, here you go. Learn something. <laughs> and it's like, nope, that's not how people learn. You're going to get some likes from people that already agree. And the other people are going to resent you silently, mostly. And then a few people will vocally resent you. And uh, change, change. De- giving up the need to control, finding peace for your worth, your identity as an image bearer of God, and resting in that, uh, and operating from that, that, that peace that passes all understanding, to quote a Bible verse, God, I'm, I'm being way more biblical than I usually am. Man, I'm getting scared. Um, but when you operate out of that, and your identity is intact, Different opinions don't need to phase you because you can't control those people and you're not going to be able to control them. Um, I don't know. I'm around, I'm gonna you guys talk for a that was that was really I don't good. Have a conclusion. I really that was really good. And I, I like that building the kingdom from you know, I think what you say a lot, Zach, is from what you can um the things around you. What do you um, think about that? Scott? Yeah, starting starting with the the things around you, what what you have influence over and you don't have to have these grand um, uh, plans. You just, just start where you are. Um, I can't control Jeff on Facebook. I've tried. <laughs> I'm posting right now. Jeff can't control Jeff on Facebook. I'm 52. Uh, I'm a gym teacher. <laughs> there you go. There you finally uh, new world order. Ten Marxism. minutes later, nailed it. Uh, yeah. So I, I like I like that. Um, as Christians, we 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 give our give up our will for the benefit of others. The there's a cross because that's where a God did. Yeah, there, there's a cross, Allegedly. a cross sectionality, if I could, if I could appropriate that term. Sure. Um, uh, between our private lives, what we do in interacting with each other, individuals, and um, our jobs and whatnot, makes a world of difference. And and the political realm in the government and. Uh, the role we can play in affecting the type of government we have or the, the leaders that we, we vote for. Um, I, so, I, yeah, I, I think that doing both, being 
conversational with individuals and um, trying to make an impact in political life. And I, I, I do think that as Christians, we shouldn't, we should try to not have every conversation be political, like start, starting out with uh, uh, defending or, or criticizing Trump. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that should be, as, as Christians, our main topic of conversation. I it think we be, give, on that, uh, to piggyback on that, I just think we give, we give the president now more than ever, but going back multiple presidents, we give them way more power than they deserve. Yeah. On both yeah. sides. Yeah. Perceived or real? I think I think perceived, but perception becomes reality if the media can massage it. If the media massages it enough to where people are actually taking action against each other, then it, it becomes real. But perception becomes well, reality is not a thing. I don't know. I, yeah, that's where... <laughs> it, that's, Sorry. He still doesn't have the power. That actually, that's given the media the power, it's not the president. Right. Because the president really doesn't have it's Congress. The Congress is the is is the entity that really has power to invoke change that will affect most people on a daily basis. That's that's yeah. where it comes from. So they have so, to pass the bill for the president if to things sign. Things go all the way through. And, sure. Yeah. Exactly. But if we're like, if you're trying, presidents, it's generally the exception that an executive order will have such an effect, a broad effect, that it will impact wide wide swaths of people in a way that changes their lives but even in but even then the 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 impact i find is trivial in any law that gets passed or whatever you want to call mandates or these things are going to happen um the only exception is what we've gone through or what we're going through with this coronavirus, uh, you know, globally. Um, but I had a conversation with uh, someone today and I asked, they were like, Trump, he's, he's evil. He's, you know, he's, he's tearing the country apart. And, <laughs> and I'm like, explain how he's tearing you, you apart. Because your husband here he is what impacts you the most. And in my family, my wife, my kids, my friends, that's my community. Donald Trump has nothing to do with my community. Barack Obama had nothing to do with my community. <laughs> uh, George Bush, Clinton, George Bush Sr., going back, Reagan. <clears throat> Nixon. None of those people had... Uh, <laughs> None of those people had any effect on my life. They were just they they were just the the president, uh, and there's a balance of power there. Uh, ultimately, today it seems like the media is is driving the chaos, and but still that doesn't affect me unless I get involved, which I kind of did, and it really almost burned me. And I'm like, I don't like that fire. Well, there, uh, so yeah, stay away. There, the, another a wrinkle in this. If we're gonna do some nuance, um, is and I don't want to. We're not gonna fix this now. But did you know that most presidents are left-handed? Keep going, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the nuance. Uh, no, but um, size twelve. Shoe, everything you just said, Reeboks are a must. While it's true for you, Jeff, is oh, it would be very different with a different experience. 
Um, and I could see that a different experience feeling like these people have who gets in office has big control. So and I'm like thinking about this. I could see from my position why where I'm at. And I, I think there's some truth to what I'm saying. Otherwise, I wouldn't say it. But I, I can also recognize that somebody in a different position, um, a position of weakness, could feel like th- the stakes are really high and Trump really is that bad. And I, I get that. So I just want to kind of recognize that. And we're not going to solve that now. And that's not discounting what you're saying. And ultimately, I think the system is designed that we don't have a dictatorship. That, that's the system. It's, it's supposed to be a representation of the people, which is what Andy alluded to with, the, with Congress and the House. Uh, but we are moving, especially executive power and uh, executive orders, like the increase of the executive power is a problem if you don't like Trump, I know you see that. The answer isn't let's get our person in to wield that power because then, man, you, the the moniker you live by the sword, you die by the sword, metaphorically or sometimes don't poop in, where you eat. In reality, yeah, that too. I mean, if it's underneath the table, that's fine. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> but you. It it's in full effect. It you, it's like the One Ring. Lord of the Rings has a big lesson. I, I'm reminded of Boromir to get my my nerd on. Right What's now. that lesson? Boromir, I would use this ring for good, and the answer is no, you wouldn't, because you would get the ring, yeah. and you would think you'd be doing good, but you would be doing harm, and that's why Frodo. God damn it, Frodo needed to get it in there, get that, drop it in the fires of Mordor. And Sam's the true hero. Frodo was going to fail multiple times because he had the ring of power. And that's what we're talking about ultimately. And I know you guys all agree with me. <laughs> Did you grab a hold of that fruit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you, got any, you got any comment on that, Scott? Yeah, I, I think that's great. And that's something you know, Jordan uh, Jordan Peterson said as well. If, if you oh, I think you were going to say Jordan Peel, that would have been better. If, but if you, I thought you were going to say Jordan. Period. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. If you think you're the person that's the right person to to be the leader, you're the exact person yeah. that we shouldn't nope. have as the leader. Lisa and I were just talking about that for for church leadership, uh, for presidency, maybe for being a cop. Like, hey, who wants to be a cop? Everybody's like, yeah. It's like, all right, you're out. <laughs> you're not the one. Oh, man. You know, uh-huh. I'm sure there are exceptions to that, but in general, um, I, I'd be the exception to that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Gives God the ring. <laughs> I, I do have to come clean on something, and that is the social media. Um, I see people getting angry as weakness, and so I pray. I, I, this is me really. EY. Coming clean. I pray um, for them on people on them. who I can just throw something out there and they just get angry. I'm like, mm, weak. Oh, you P R E Y. Yeah. Okay. Like Ooh. just throwing things out there and Ooh. seeing people get angry. I'm like, hmm. I was going to say, if you're praying for them and they get angry, there's, there might be a there, problem. There's a little bit, there's a little bit of, um, there's a little bit of Trumpy in me. No, there's a little bit of, uh, you got ego. In that, in seeing people get angry, and I'm like, mm, why? What's wrong with you? Why are you 
so angry about something that doesn't affect you. Like watching the election night, I would 2016. Oh, all, watching, all, all those, watching news those people great. cry oh, like, man. look at the weakness of the people that run Watching the Hillary lose. So let me flip that on you, Jeff. What's, <laughs> what's wrong with you that you garner pleasure out of that? I don't know. Because you did start that out with you have a confession. I, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's definitely not Jesus-centered. It's not pointing to Jesus, which is something I'm true, and I'm coming saying this publicly because I'm trying to. Oh, we're not releasing fix. This. Fi- oh, good. Uh, <laughs> well, my porn problem. Uh, <laughs> I. I don't, I mean, I'm trying to pull away, which is why the, you know, social media thing, I'm like, I should not be here. I'm preying on people to get pissed off. And, and I, and for some reason I get off on watching people get upset and angry and I'm, and I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. So, well, uh, yeah, I think, I think I can imagine a time here in the not so distant future, Jeff, where you are sharing with us how many months clean you've been of social media and how good you feel and how much better of a Christian you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we that's how we derive that's how we derive uh, Christianity uh, fortitude. Yeah. Well, oh, that's right, being a good anarchist and following the uh, all the uh, yeah, headings sure. and subheadings. Yeah, and I and I can't recall Scott if you engage in social media or not. No, heck no. No. Okay, so you and I currently are the most Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's room. why Scott keeps getting promoted. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Probably. Because yeah. they don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> Scott, we were uh, doing a review and we noticed some social media posts. <laughs> that's not a thing for Scott Holbrook. Right? No. Seems yeah, like no. the clean guy of the business here at Union. Uh, what is it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, don't, you don't need to say uh, it. Don't, uh, no, don't say it. Union Andy, Jack. And you, you <laughs> asked incredible questions, clarifying questions. Uh, did we answer any of them tonight? I think we All right, came next. Clo- <laughs> <laughs> I think we came closer. I, I just kept thinking about like what type of discourse Jesus tended to uh, lean into and and... For obvious reasons, I, I, like I'm trying, I'm trying to imagine what if there was ever a version of what social media could have been, but like a non face to face type of interaction. I guess it would have been like third person. Tell so and so I said blah, whatever. But but um, but what I did like is that Jesus would engage with people from a position of love and with full knowledge that they didn't agree with him. And, yeah. and, and like that was okay. And he walked away from a lot of those experiences with, without people changing their minds. Yeah. He, and without yeah. him changing his love towards them. Yeah. He, he did. So there was his, his main point was to get the truth to the people, whether they agreed with it or not. Sometimes he did it kindly, sometimes he did it not so kindly uh, but that was that was the main thing was speaking the truth and i think that's important um he, he didn't want you just this is fat this is great and he said it one way and scott's now reframing it in a way that's comfortable for scott 
I'm not. I'm not disagreeing well, with you, Scott. But yeah, it's, it's just. It's but, just because. Because it, Zach, you want to give it a go? Well, <laughs> no? just because uh, saying that he came from a position of love, it doesn't. When when he tells the Pharisees something that wasn't necessarily kind, I I can still say that that's love. But how how would it be love, even though he's not being kind? It's it's love because he's he's conveying truth the truth to them, and and. Even though Jesus does it unkind, doesn't mean we can try to you know be unkind. But it it's love isn't always um, kind. Uh, just I guess for lack of a better word. Well, yeah, um, like the you know, the rich young ruler. Yeah. It's always he went away sad. <laughs> often it's the question. Jesus would well, have questions that would like, hey, you might you 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 feel like you're following the law, and you might be, but here's. I'm going to leave you with something that's going to make you think. And you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not there right now. So no, I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm not going to sell all my possessions. Jesus, Jesus struck at the heart of what was preventing that guy from living the kingdom life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see kindness and challenging as on opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, I think, I think that's a perfect example of where Jesus is. You get the sense in that, in that um, passage that he's, he is acting lovingly and kind towards that person. He's not, he's not, it's not a confrontation. You don't get the sense. And the guy doesn't present himself as a confrontation. He's kind of like, Hey, what I got to do here? Like, I think I did all the right stuff. Am I doing all the right stuff? And your point, Zach is, is true, which is Jesus is more interested in, in the truth that, that extends to that, the person's heart, right? Not just, did you, did you check these external boxes? Um, and he walks away and Jesus like, Jesus doesn't condemn him. He recognizes the, the, the difficult position that the guy's in, right? Like explaining how hard it is for someone in that guy's position. Um, and, and so I think that attitude of rather than Jesus, like putting his thumb on him and going, no, you're wrong. And this is how you've done it wrong. And until you tell me that you're going to do it the right way, you can't leave. That beautiful, holy, perfect thumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Keep going. Yeah, so I, I think that there's something to Jesus' approach of being able to um, share genuine truth in, and love that person 100%, want the best for that person, and and allow them the space to to disagree and just go, that, that's okay at the end of the day. And it, and it won't change. It, like, I didn't get this. I don't get the sense. I don't know if you guys tell me if you get the sense from that passage that Jesus walks away, like loving that man any less. No, but he, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Jesus is saying it's okay. He's, he, I didn't say that different. So different no, between it's, okay it's, it's, it's and love. Like, it's not like he's saying that. I, if I spank, if I go home and spank my boy for doing something he's not supposed to be doing, he's de- like defined being disrespectful to his mother and I spank you read him. The Adrian Peterson I'm spanking, I'm spanking him. I'm spanking him because I love him so much. I want him to grow up to be a great man and a good husband. And so I don't want him to be disrespecting my wife and his mother. And so I'm loving him that way. So the the liking does that make sense? I don't think that's a similar ex- explanation to what I'm talking about. But but it's but something do... negative and some and the love. So there's like this negative like you can not like something and still love 
someone. Well, maybe clarify because I need to know how close should I be to calling child protection services. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is there any uh, way I can make you angry at this moment? Because that'd be fantastic. <laughs> By the no. way, Jesus doesn't say that that it's okay that the the man. Like I, I, believes what he does. He just says, I recognize how hard it is for him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and so it's a position it's Jesus uh putting himself in that in that man's shoes and saying, uh, what I what I put in front of him, what I pose to him is not an easy thing to respond to. That's and not- the guy the guy actually walked away because like that guy was not in a position to change his life in the way that would make him see the people that he's he sees as beneath or other than him um as equals i don't even know if it was that if it was just a matter of like what were the things that he what did he value the most in his world yeah, in this yeah. world was it the his stuff or yeah. was it yeah it said it says he walks away he walked away sad because he was a man of much wealth yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the dilemma with, that's where his heart was yeah if you're gonna you're gonna follow god or or follow Mammon, right, right, and maybe I'm reading into it. I don't know. You guys tell me, but but it does. I I always recall getting the sense from that that like, no, because yeah, Jesus does say like it's harder for a man for to put pass uh, for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle, which is you know I think that's just a great descriptive way of Jesus saying like I recognize how hard this person's place is. Doesn't say that I agree with him. He's not like, and so therefore. Keep your money, rich people. Hey, yeah. and do whatever you want. Do hey. whatever you want. <laughs> Great no, stuff, just... guys. Zach, what are you consuming? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's where I, I, I like that. We should. I know. But, yeah, but no, but we're landing. No, but we're landing. We're landing. Can I say one thing uh, on the eye of the needle that I can't say much on, but I have heard? Will you? Did it this? inspire Jeff? Eye of the Tiger, Jeff? <laughs> it's your podcast. Go ahead. It's not. It's Producer. our podcast. They're like, we should, we should. Eye of the camel. No, go. Hmm. The eye of the needle. Um, camel through the eye of the needle. It's the eye of the camel. I have meant to to it's look a into this. Song. I have heard there there is reference to the eye of um, camel through the eye of the needle is a reference to like a weak spot in a wall. Now, and I can't back that up right now, but mm. it reminded me that like these references where we want we want to like put our own language and oh what we know. Oh, it's impossible. It's basically impossible. A camel can't get through the eye of the needle. But these references had like historical context to the listeners. And it's, I'm reminded of it now and I'm mentioning it because it's worth looking into. These little yeah. references are, they, yeah. it, it, it enriches this whole conversation and brings it beyond like some people think, well, that's impossible. You can't. You need to. You can't be rich and enter the kingdom of heaven, and or no, you can because it says the God with the God all things are possible. But all those things, those are good conversation to have. But there's more historical context. Next time it. on Bros, Bottles, yeah. and Beer. Yeah, we'll have a full report. Zach, what are you consuming <laughs> these days, I'm this so, week? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, anarchism got mentioned a couple times. I listened to a couple of anarchist podcasts. And if you're thinking anarchists, like, let's just break shit, that's not what it is. Um, political anarchism as a philosophy uh, is something much deeper than that. But um, during the quarantine, a couple of podcasters, Michael Malice, which is a hell of a name, alliterative, 
Malice. He's Malice. definitely an evil villain in the yeah, Marvel. Hey, he's an in evil the Marvel don't world. have it. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You might have seen him. Um, he appears regularly on cable TV. Often, uh, the hell's cable TV? Scott, do you know what cable TV is? I don't even have a TV. Okay, <laughs> continue. Okay. What's a TV? But anyways? His podcast is is your welcome, not you are. It's just your welcome. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I can't. I can't listen now. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. And then another uh, comedian, Dave Smith has a podcast called Part of the Problem and it centers around politics, both of them generally. But during the quarantine, they've been doing multiple times a week. Like I appear on yours, you appear on mine and they just have this ongoing conversation about current events. So if you are somebody that is partisan and are, and don't like to hear outside ideas, don't listen. You will be triggered. Um, Fired. The reason I like it is that they will hammer anybody and everybody because I think Malice describes himself as an anarchist. Dave Smith is an anarcho-capitalist. You guys can look that shit up on uh, Wikipedia. Um, Sounds like the new George Carlin. But their conversations are great, and it's going to be challenging. If you're somebody that that sees the Democrat-Republican thing, is like, well, I, I guess this is the system we have, but I hate it. That's most people. Oh, I guess we're going to vote for this guy because I hate this guy more. Um, this is something you should listen to because they they hammer everybody from all sides. And it's funny and it's very inappropriate. So if you're easily triggered, don't listen. And then secondarily, uh, Todd Rod Godpod, who we had Todd Rodarmal on recently. Uh, his Faith in Politics series is great. And most recently, he had a, a member of the church, Lunia, on to tell her story on growing up, um, and and uh, she's a black woman, and her experience and her current experiences today. Oh, I, I heard that is <laughs> it is uh, it, it's a great conversation, and if you think, well, not overt racism, but she's got some things. She works in the healthcare industry, and things people tell her, it's like, oh my god. This shit is still happening in Orange County. Welcome to the oh, world. Fuck. Um, but great conversation. So, Andy, what are you consuming? DIY videos on how to make a, a cement fire table in my backyard. Nice. So productive. Nice. So positive. I'm loving <laughs> what you're doing, Andy. Yep. I'm deep into it. Um, but as I start, I start to price out and source the parts. I think it's the same price to just buy one. <laughs> you have to put wire. You have to wire it and that, rebar like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cage it. But even just the the tubing that you need for propane, that stuff, those parts. Uh, okay, it's really expensive. That's fantastic. What, what color sound- are the bricks you're looking at? <laughs> Jeez, that's a- I'm checking out possible reclaimed wood on the yeah. bottom, possibly pallet wood. You couldn't sand Andy, it down. That's fantastic. Um, capitalism reigns supreme. Go and buy it. Go and buy it. Go and buy I, got, it. I got three words for you, Andy. I'm listening. There's going to be four. Made in China. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, money. Scott, Scooter Holbert, what also are you consuming dead, dead besides to me the Bible? On Netflix. Yeah, second well, season. Dead to me. Dead to me. Wait, what? I'm not third season. It's the third of season. Of what? It's the third season. The third of what? Season. Dead, Dead to me. me, Netflix. Oh, we saw it. We Christina it. Applegate. My wife is forces me to watch that. Chris, she is great. She's great. She's a great she, actor. She got older. 
It happens. It's true. She's not subject to... Uh... When you can play both sides, the, the bimbo on uh, Married with Children, and then move forward in in this... Uh, what is it called? Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Dead to Me. That's fantastic. I know she's had plenty of work in between, but it's just great to see the teenage Christine Applegate and the... There and... are flashes of her from Anchorman that pop out every once in a while. <laughs> I see her just like... <laughs> Scott Uh, I've been watching a lot of um, Videos on Islam Of course On the YouTubes God you're so You have such breadth in your knowledge I'm just digging Digging deep (laughs) I wish I had my headphones on Because I'm fairly certain I heard somebody screaming from afar (laughs) Oh man Do it Yeah. So Islam Why? I mean, I know there's not supposed to be follow-up questions, but in 26 seconds, why? Uh, I just curiosity. I, it, it's interesting. Um, okay. Plan on plan on meeting some Muslims. Sweet, like Mormons. Like, like Mormons. Like years ago. Yeah. That was like first seat. That was like first year of our. Yeah. Of our yeah I think that was the first episode. Okay. Jeff, what yeah. are you consuming? Yeah. Well, when I get back on the topic of my anger, I'm. I'm reading uh, Uprooting Anger, Destroying the Monster Within by uh, Shane Kamash. Uh, you know, really just trying to find the roots of my anger. Is that a book you just looked up on Amazon? <laughs> yeah, it's fictitious. I, uh, the author's definitely fictitious. The The title isn't, but... Uh, Who's the author? <laughs> Can I <laughs> <have that>? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's disregarded. It's, uh, it's a joke. I, I'm uh, still... I'm, I'm in one podcast, only one podcast, and it's not this podcast. It's no agenda. Oh, you don't listen either. It's you don't no- listen to this podcast. Either? <laughs> Actually, I do listen. To, I did listen to our podcast recently, but I no agenda breaking things down. I just want to have an understanding of like what's going on because I don't watch the news, so I want to consume at least somebody who's given me a a a, a good snapshot of what's going on currently and so it's kind of like my current events um podcast um and i'm trying to you know punch people in the hit them in the mouth hit them in the mouth thank you see i don't pay attention anyway (sighs) you guys so so good you guys are so zach andy you're both former band members not of the same band, but oh, different wow. bands. I didn't know we were going to have the 15-minute yeah. uh, tie-up. I mean, tie, when are you guys going to collab? I mean, what's going on? Oh, uh, you know. I mean, oh. Yeah, come on, man. You're creative. We do, we do little things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Let's, let's there, let's hear it. there might be buns in the oven. All right, yeah. <laughs> you know? It could All be right. bare-naked men. That might be the name bare, of the band, naked, buns in the oven. <laughs> gentlemen. Or it might be the two towers, because we're both taller than average. We write uh, Lord of the Rings themed metal. <laughs> uh, well, play us out, Andy. All right, that's it. I got you covered. 